0: I'm a, man. I'm a covenant man, living in the riches of my lord and king, I'm a, I'm a covenant man, committed to him in everything, I do believe he'll come again, and I know one thing I'm gonna do till then, is
1: learn to live in the blessing of Abraham. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Covenant Living Broadcast. I'm David Weeder. This is my wife Lynn Weeder, and we are so thrilled that you joined us again this week. Praise God. We are continuing <laughs> our war on fear. Bless God. It you know, the Lord stirred that up in me all last year. Well, really, the last two years, as I would travel and minister, I would just, I just kept seeing higher and higher and higher degrees and levels of fear throughout the body of Christ, even in uh, so-called word of faith uh, churches and circles. And it it was, it was bothering me and it was bugging me. And and I I heard the Lord say, I want you to relaunch the war on fear. And I thought, well, you know, I kind of, I don't have much of a voice, mm-hmm. which was wrong. It's, you know, When the Lord tells you to do something, I don't care if you just do it one person. <laughs> and then towards the end of last year, it was confirmed to me that, yes, indeed, it is time to relaunch that. And so that's what we've been doing. And I want to, well, we're going to start off with a word of prayer, and then we're going to just launch right into really kind of the essence of of what we've been doing the last several weeks and where we're going for <laughs> the foreseeable future. Father, we thank you so much for this another opportunity to teach and preach your word. We come humbly before your word asking, expecting and receiving your holy spirit to unwrap and unveil the mysteries contained in the word of God for they are set aside for us not from us and we thank you for revelation insights concepts and understanding about how fear functions how to recognize it how to get rid of it because we know that fear tolerated is faith contaminated and particularly in these last days We want and need and have to have our faith fully functional at peak performance. And so we thank you for these revelations and insights in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, we are going to start off in 2 Corinthians this morning. And Lynn is going to read. We're going directly to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11.
0: Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices.
1: So we are not to be ignorant of his devices. Well, now turn with me over to Revelation, the book of Revelation, and chapter 12 and verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. And he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him, who deceiveth the whole world. Years and years ago, Brother Copeland went to a bullfight in Mexico. And as he was watching this bullfight, he had the thought, if that bull ever finds out, that bull thinks that red cape is his enemy. If that bull ever finds out who his real enemy is, that matador doesn't stand a chance,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But what had happened was that bull had been deceived to think that the cape was his enemy. When in fact, it was the matador that was attacking and piercing and killing mm-hmm. him. Well, Brother Copeland and I were discussing that incident recently. And he brought out the fact, he, he made a comment, he said, you know, most people, Christians included, have no understanding of the fact that fear is an enemy. You and I both know that a lot of people think it's a friend. They think it's a tool huh. that you can use to teach They think it's something that will help protect. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of fear (laughs) is good, don't you know? (laughs) You know, and they try to justify it. Well, you know, fear of a car is what keeps a kid safe. No, it's not.
0: The knowledge of how a car works and the fact that a car is much bigger than a child. And if you don't use wisdom and you step out in front of it for no reason and get hit. Yeah, that's a problem but you don't have to make them afraid of it because the answer is don't step out in front of it.
1: Most people like to use fear because it's quick. <laughs> it's easy. You just scream at the kid and say, Oh my God, don't run out in the street. Mom so scared. You're going to be killed and run over by a car.
0: That's one thing. As we were raising our kids, we discovered how much more time it takes mm-hmm. to teach them without fear. To teach them, yes, it is wisdom to not stick a fork in a light socket, but not to be afraid of it. It's an interesting mix.
1: Right, because what you, what you experience is if, if you use fear, then you short circuit their ability to take advantage of whatever you just made them afraid of. If you make them afraid of electricity, my dear Lord, I mean, without electricity, you know, you don't have refrigeration, you don't have air conditioning, that's important (laughs) in Texas, (laughs) and you miss out on a lot of the benefits because you're scared, you know, that it might accidentally kill you because you haven't taken the time to learn how it operates. And so we see the deception of the devil in this. Now, why is this so vitally important? Well, we've been talking about this on and off and we're going to recap some today. The but the main reason is because fear is our enemy. Mm-hmm. It contaminates our faith, it weakens it, and it is its purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Because Satan is the spirit of fear and so that's what fear does faith brings the blessing fear brings the manifestation of the curse they are as we discussed the exact same spiritual force going in opposite directions producing opposite results Whereas faith in God, faith in the word will produce manifestation of life and blessing. Fear of anything will produce manifestation of the curse. And we'll we'll see this in the future. (laughs) We'll go actually go to the scripture. But Jesus said, Satan comes only, this is all he does, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so that's what fear does. It produces manifestations of stealing, killing, and destroying, or manifestations of the curse. And so, in studying the differences between fear and faith, the fact that it's a reciprocal force is essential because it brings to light so many things and it it takes away that deception so you know who and what the real enemy is. And so let's look again at what faith is over in Hebrews chapter 11. And I'm going to go ahead and pull up that scripture in the Amplified Classic. Oh, come on now, technology. Behave yourself. Okay. You got it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. just All right. Go on ahead, Dan. Hebrews 11, 1 through 6, in the
0: Amplified. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of the reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. For by faith, trust, and holy fervor, born of faith, the men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report. By faith, we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible.
1: Okay, let's go ahead and stop there. I want to back back up now. We know that fear is the reciprocal of faith. So it operates by the same laws and the same principles. So let's look at this. So now, you know, it starts off, now faith is. So let's let's look at the reverse, the reciprocal of that. Now, fear is the assurance. It is the confirmation. It is the title deed of the things that we have dreaded being the proof of things that we don't even see yet.
0: That's exactly what worry is.
1: That's exactly, yeah. Worry
0: is that just, oh my gosh, I just know this is gonna happen, but it's bad, instead of hope being, oh my gosh, I know this is gonna happen, but it's good.
1: Mm -hmm. We're gonna actually look at that in the Word as a reciprocal scripture here in just a little while. And so it is the proof of things we don't see, the conviction of their reality, fear perceiving as real fact, What isn't even revealed to the senses yet? You know,
0: this is one of those things that whenever we would go camping as a kid, months before as we were planning this camping trip, my parents would constantly say, you know, doesn't matter what week we go, I bet it's gonna rain. It's
1: gonna rain. <laughs> they have no evidence that it's gonna rain, but how many times did it rain? Every <laughs> single Every time. Sin- <laughs> Fear reached out. <laughs> Into the unseen realm and drew that rain into this time frame of on this calendar. And it was the conviction that it was a reality. It was going to happen. And they really had no doubt no, that, yeah. it was, that that's exactly the way it was going to pan equipment
0: out. Was these were these big sheets of plastic that we could put up literally over campfires, over the picnic table. It didn't matter. We had it everywhere.
1: <laughs> now look at verse three. By faith. Okay, we're going to do the reciprocal. By fear, we understand that the worlds. Now in this particular instance, we're talking about your world, our world. This is how we're supposed to frame our world. We're supposed to frame it by faith, but fear will do the same thing. By fear, we understand that our worlds during the successive ages, as we live, as we go through this life, were framed, fashioned, put in disorder, <laughs> and equipped for fear's purpose, for, for Satan's purpose, by the words of the devil. Um, here's a hint. A lot of times the words of the news media and the words of the devil The same words. I'm just putting that out there for you to consider.
0: Well, and not even just news media. There's a lot of people I know that don't watch the news, but they are constantly on social media and they're like, oh my gosh, did you hear this? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening. Oh my gosh, this is going to lead to this, this, and this. But that's fear. That's repeating these rumors. That's repeating different things. And maybe it is what they're saying is currently true, but they are spreading that evil report. Mm
1: -hmm. And then we get to the last part of the verse, which is what we see. So that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. Her parents couldn't see three months down the road and see that those rain clouds were visible. But that's what they saw at the time because fear and worry brought it into their existence and into their lives. Their lives were fashioned, formed, framed by that fear. They went out and procured special special tarps. They made plans based upon it's going to rain. They had no physical evidence but the fear and the worry drew it to them and they had full confidence in it. <laughs> that's fear. And that's what fear will do in your life. It'll frame it and for, and fashion it. If you're always constantly afraid, for example, that somebody's gonna steal from you, you know, yeah, it's a good idea to lock things up, okay? It's not a good idea to be obsessed with it And to constantly be worrying about it. Oh my gosh, did I lock the doors? Did I, did I, did I do this? Did I do that? Did I lock the windows? Did I, I mean, you know, somebody's going to break in and steal things. Well, I'll guarantee you, somebody's going to break in and steal something. (laughs) Because your faith, your fear in that will bring it to pass. Glory to God. That's going a lot more detail, which is good. I, I discovered, you know, I just work here. (laughs) It's <laughs> you know, and uh, before we w- did this broadcast, the Lord uh, dealt with me. He said you were moving too fast uh, on the last couple broadcasts, so we're going to slow it down. We're going we're to we, we got We've got to get the understanding that the enemy is not the Cape, and in order to understand the enemy is not the Cape, you've got to understand what the enemy is. We're not ignorant of his devices. We're not to be ignorant, but he deceives the whole world. So we've gotta we've gotta pay attention to some of these things. Now, let's look at how faith works. Okay? And that's there's several components of how faith works. One of it is how does faith come? And that we find in Romans 10. Uh, let's see, let's start in verse, I was too busy talking, I wasn't paying Mm -hmm. attention and and turning over to my next scripture, see? In uh, Romans chapter 10, and I think we will begin in verse, well, verse, (laughs) verse six. But the righteousness which of faith speaks on this wise, say not in your heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what does righteousness say? The word, that is, the word is nigh you, even in your mouth and in your heart. What is that? That is the word of faith which we preach, glory to God, that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For, now, that word for just simply means because. You can check that out with your English teacher buddies. (laughs) Because, With the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's why being born again works, because that's how the whole system works. You believe it in your heart, you say it with your mouth. That's faith. It's also fear. You believe it in your heart, it's going to rain. You say it with your mouth, we need to prepare because it's going to rain. It rains. It's the way the whole system works. Verse 11. For the scripture has said, whosoever believeth in him shall not be ashamed. Now you you take time to read down through there because it talks about the system and, and how you've got to have preachers and teachers. Mm. But look down at verse 17. This is the essence of it. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, fear comes the same way. Faith Come, fear comes by hearing and hearing by the lies of the devil. That's the way it comes. We're going to look at some scriptural examples here in the upcoming weeks about exactly how it came, why it came, where it came, and, and look at it in the Word. But we're also going to look at it in our day-to-day lives with some of the contemporary things that have been taking a place, as well as some medical literature and scientific research that backs it up immediately. That's the way faith comes. The reciprocal is, that's the way fear comes. Same principle because it's the same force and it works the same way. Now, let's look at, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and look at Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. And we'll see one example of the reciprocal of this right here in the scripture in Matthew 14. You have it there, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. will not you go ahead and read it.
0: But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him up and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt?
1: So the wind was speaking to him. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The waves were speaking to him. He had stepped out in faith. He wasn't walking on the water. He was walking on the word. (laughs) But the wind started talking to him. The waves started talking to him. They said, you're not making it out here. What do you, I don't know what you think you're doing. You're a fisherman. You know how these things work. You can't walk on the water. Besides that, there's a storm brewing. I am going to kill you. Well, he took his faith out of the word that Jesus said, come on. And he relocated it in the lies of the devil saying, uh, no, you can't trust that. We're going to kill you out here. And he began to sink. Fear entered in. Jesus was right there, though. And immediately he reached out and said, no, 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 no. That's okay. Come on well, now.
0: And that's why you don't want to teach your children with fear because there mm-hmm. could be times. I mean, if he had been taught since a child, don't get out of the boat. It, it's bad. It's evil. Don't do that. If the winds and waves are high, you got to get back to shore as soon as possible or it'll kill you. It'll kill you. It'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Where being taught with wisdom without the fear, well, you know, the boat typically is your safety. You you know, you can learn how to swim and you can be out there in it, but that takes a process. No, don't jump out there unless somebody's right there. And it would have been an easier process for Jesus to say, come, because he wasn't afraid of that. He just knew most of the time, this is a safer place to be.
1: Right, and I'm gonna bring this up uh, you're going to hear this a lot <laughs> because I hear it a lot going all over the world. People make the statement, well, you know, you got to use wisdom and that is absolutely a true statement. Mm-hmm. The problem is <laughs> they say the statement, but what they mean in their heart is I'm scared and, but I'm not supposed to say I'm scared. And so I'm going to say, let's use wisdom because that's scriptural. <laughs> You know, the Lord looks on the heart. You ain't fooling nobody.
0: <laughs> well, you're fooling a few people. Well, yeah. And that's the deal: is we're so concerned about appearances that we say things to make us look better. You're but talk- it, it doesn't <clears throat> affect how God is viewing your heart.
1: Because that's what, you know that's what that's what Satan would have said. You know he bum You know that just, <clears throat> Peter could have used that phrase. You know, when Peter was dealing with the situation and he heard Jesus say, come on, he could have went, okay, now wisdom says it'd be best for me to not step out here on the water with this storm brewing and everything like that. No, wisdom is the one that said, come on, that's true wisdom, but it would have been very easy for Peter to use that catchphrase, make him look better, you know. Hey, if the shoe fits, wear it, but there's no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. Just I'm bringing these things to light because these are issues that we see all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember talking about things, talking to you. I remember hmm. now here's a good example of this because it sounds very responsible. We've always enjoyed motorcycles We just enjoy riding and getting out and it helps a great way to unwind and and everything. And particularly when I was younger and single, I didn't care about anything anyway. And then I got married, okay, well, all right. And you know, I was a little safer and everything. Well, then she got pregnant. (laughs) Man, the first time I took her out on the motorcycle while she was pregnant, I was like, I was looking, I'm, you know, stopping, taking my time, you know, and everything. And I remember after Ryan was born, I was riding by myself and I was going around a a loop, interstate loop here in in the the local area. And all of a sudden, i never had this thought before because I don't think this way. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had the thought, you know, you need to quit riding these motorcycles. Now, you got a family. These things are dangerous. And you need to be thinking about, you know, taking care of them. Make sure you're around. You need to calm down. You need to be safer and, and think about these things. Well, you know, it would have been real easy for me to say, well, yeah, that's wisdom. I, I, I need to do that thing. And I would have let Satan rob me and rob us out of a lifetime of enjoyment.
0: But the other part of that is if he had of quit writing, he would have put action to that fear.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Well, we are just about out of time for this week. As you can tell, (laughs) we have barely scratched the surface on this, and the Lord is bringing examples to light and backing it by Scripture, bringing it into our daily lives today because you've got to grab hold of this. In these last days, it is so very vitally, vitally important. Anyway, it's going to be fun. You just... Stick around, you keep coming back. But don't go anywhere right now though, because you need to watch this.
0: DavidWeeder.org. Discover the calling and mission of our ministry. Get to know us and the vision God has given us. Watch the Covenant Living broadcast and connect to our YouTube channel. Consider becoming a partner and supporting our outreaches. Learn about our teaching tools and resources
1: davidweeder.org your connection for all of this and much more Hey, I really want to encourage you to take advantage of that website. Everything that we preach, audio, video, everything is available on that site, as long as well as information on partnership, as well as upcoming, upcoming events. Meetings. Yeah, every, everything is on the website. That is a an information-rich environment, but as you can tell, I mean, we're just, I mean, there is so much to go into where this particular subject is concerned, and it's all on there. It's all, there's no charge to you for, for these teachings, and, and if there's no charge, then there's no excuse. excuse. All you've got to do is push the button, all right? And these things, it's the Word of God. The power is in the Word to set you free, because it is the truth, and the truth will make you free once you believe it and once you apply it. Praise God. Well, we're so glad you joined us. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. Now, don't forget that God loves you. He is always, always for you. He's never, ever against you, no matter what. Lynn and I love you so much. Thank you for joining us remember that Jesus is Lord for more information about our ministry
0: contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380 join us again next time on the Covenant Living
1: Broadcast